Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Millennial Divide, a podcast about navigating the millennial generation. We are back. It's been a few weeks. Did you miss us? Have you ever noticed? <laughs> Possibly not. We did get a lovely email from Rachel, who's a lovely listener uh, who does follow, and she had some good commentary, and I think potentially she might have noticed, but if anyone else noticed, that would be nice. Yeah, we got a couple of DMs saying, it's not working, are you guys okay? Oh, yeah. We've fallen into the ether a little bit. So we're three sisters, sometimes a few friends, who bookend the millennial generation. We go high, we go low, we go deep and very, very superficial, but always a focus on the issues impacting millennials. We have got so much to cover today, heaps and heaps, and we've also got a bit of news, which we'll save till right at the very end. So you're going to have to listen to see what the news is. So That's I'm such Amy. clickbait, Amy. I know, oh clickbait. God. I'm all about the clickbait. So I'm Amy. I'm now 38. I have had a great week, actually. It's been – I'm just finally enjoying my maternity leave six months in. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so it's – I'm finally hit what I thought maternity leave would be, which was um, – Hanging at the park? Hanging at the park, having a few coffees, going for long walks and having a baby that you can put down and it goes to sleep. Um, so that's been really enjoyable and I'm really quite liking it now. Mm, that's mm. good. Where's I'm Ellen. I'm off maternity leave and nearly 34 in a couple of days. I'm about to change. Wow. I know. And I haven't stopped. No, I am you are. moving, working full time, wonderful husband, Celebrating birthdays and, yeah, I'm tired. Two kids, <laughs> under two. So, yeah, you know, life's happening. I'm Dimity. I'm 28 years old. I am not even close to maternity leave or anything resembling that. And my biggest issue at the moment is struggling not to uh, visit more than one different country every month, um, which we've so far failed multiple times. So... It's a different. Tough, it's problems. a harder life for Dim. Different. Yeah. No one. It's hard, no one feels yeah. any sympathy. Know, it's really sad. So Shamini was difficult, and next week you're off to Edinburgh. Is it? Uh, no. Um, next week off to the Ardennes in France again. We decided not to do Edinburgh because that would have meant Edinburgh and Berlin in the same month next month. It, Are you yeah, really raining it, in? It is. So I don't know what else to say, you guys. My life is really good right now. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know. It. Just enjoy it. I don't know. Okay, so we've got heaps to cover this week, and a lot of it is focused on Instagram. Instagram is definitely the flavor of the week, month, generation. Who knows? Lots to chat about. And most of these topics that we're going to talk about in some way involve Insta. They touch Insta. Yeah, it's so weird, isn't it? It's mm. bizarre. We didn't intentionally It's like do that. it's infiltrating our every thought and action, Instagram. It is. I wonder if that's but the it's, plan. It makes sense because my screen time like purely represents this this level of content directed towards it because all I do is spend time on Instagram. So it makes it, it sense. It is bizarre. That, yeah. And 
we're going to cover a lot of things relating to Instagram this week. So off the bat, George Columbaris is making news for all the wrong reasons and we'll deep dive into that. He's been on the cover of The Good Weekend this weekend, but he's also been the subject of many uh, news articles regarding payment of employees. So we'll talk about that in great detail, but we'll also talk about the Instagram element of the George Columbaris hoo-ha. We will also talk about the changes that Instagram has undergone this week. You may have noticed the likes have disappeared. So we'll deep dive into that, what it means, because it is a bit unique to Australia. So Dim will give us a bit of an international perspective. And we're going to cover off those Byron Bay Murphs. If you haven't heard of the Byron Bay Murphs, what rock have you been living under? Vanity Fair covered this um, a few weeks ago now. But what's been interesting is the fallout from this and the subsequent analysis on what Instagram is doing to our mental health and how we're all coping. We'll have some uh, recommendations and we'll finish off with a bit of news from us. So stick around to hear what's going to happen. Who's pregnant now? I know, that's right. (laughs) Please not me. Please not me. Not me, not me. No, I choose not me. (laughs) Okay, so let's get off to it. George Columbarisel. Yes. What is going on with old what George? I'm loving this sick. This is my tie back to Australia and I am all for it. I've told so many people. Yes. So The Guardian and many others are reporting um, that he's came under fire earlier this week. George Columbaris, the celebrity chef, also known for MasterChef, um, when the Fair Work Ombudsman revealed that Columbaris would be slapped with a $200,000 fine after it was found that his restaurant had underpaid staff by $7.8 million. So this actually got a bigger headline than that yesterday when the Good Weekend Fairfax um, publication uh, created a feature that explored the impacts of stress on and mental health on chefs and included a section about Columbaris who, quote, became evangelical about meditation. And this was his way to deal with his stress in this, you know, trying time of underpaying his staff. The problem was... Which at this point, I think he was, he'd only been found to underpay them by two two. point whatever a million. Now it's up to 7.8 million million that he was found to have. He needs way more meditation now. He needs to up that regime. Very stressful. Yes, which the Good Weekend had added to their online um, article because they decided last week when it was printed to put Columbaris on the front cover with a quote from him in a halo-like shape over his head in lighter white colour. So it looked like an actual halo, which was released the Saturday after he was found that he had underpaid staff by $7.8 million. So the furor on Twitter and Instagram has been epic. And Dimity actually brought this to our attention. She said, look at this, look what they've done, but look at the Instagram comments. And this is the part that I actually oh, wanted this to is talk about. This, this, this is, is my favourite part of this story. I've actually screen them me because too, I think too. someone's going to lose their job so by the time we go to I know. Air. I, can't, I cannot wait until the Monday morning meeting. I just <laughs> I just want to be a fly on the wall. I don't think it's Monday morning meeting. I think it was Sunday morning <laughs> meeting when they called everybody into the office and said, 
Who was on Instagram <laughs> on, on Saturday? Saturday night. You are gone. <laughs> we Be- have screen grabbed it and we will post it because you guys will probably, by the time we go to air, it'll be removed, I reckon. It already is. I've, I've screenshotted it. Deleted. Oh. I know. They had deleted from the time I had screen grabbed to the time I was researching. Oh. The comments had been deleted. Right. Because what's been most interesting about this is because I think a little intern was in charge <laughs> of responding to you know, it's the age, it's people are quite articulate, they know how to express themselves. So it had some very good comments on the Instagram about why Goodwicken had done this, how mental health is very affected often by being underpaid and being stressed and worried about how much you're getting paid. And to the furious comments about the article, Goodwicken responded with, have you actually read the article? was one of the comments. Oh, my God. And a very articulate comment by a reader that said, your have you read the article retort just shows how little you understand of the effect underpayment of staff has on the industry as a whole. Yes, we have read the article. A now deleted comment by Good Weekend responded with, "Uh, it does nothing of the kind. (laughs) Very articulate. And that has since been deleted, but I took a little screen grab. Oh, so I'm really so I screen grabbed it all. I knew this was coming. So this story I am particularly interested in because, as you guys know, actually, do you know what I do over here? I'm not <laughs> no. just going to countries Don't every you drink week. A lot of I wine? actually have yeah. a job. Travel, I think. Is the <laughs> I actually do have a job. <laughs> but my job, my job is. Um, digital communications officer, which basically means that I control the social media accounts and I'm the person that's, you know, in this role of responding to people. I just feel like I have empathy for this person who's do gone you know? on to their... In- but- well, I do. I do because it's like some people are really like dumb and, you know, you want to just be like, that's not, you know, that's not what our intention was. But my goodness, that that was an absolute train wreck. And I read it in bed and I was like, oh my gosh, Lyndon, Lyndon, read. He was like trying to speak to me. We'd just woken up and time differences. And he was trying to speak to me and be like, hey, morning. And I was like, shh, there's something happening. Yeah. So basically, can you just, because obviously it's already being pulled down and we'll put up some of them just to give you some context as to how <laughs> hilarious this was. But, I mean, just talk us through some of the – Elle's just given us a little bit of a flavour. But I just to, just to demonstrate how bad it was, how tone deaf it was, because obviously Colin Barris has been underpaying his employees mm. who – who weren't earning much to begin mm. with, he's been underpaying them enough that he's been fined, you know, hundreds of thousands. Mm. And it's nearly $8 million. Like, yeah. that's a, it's a lot, lot of chef's wages yeah, that are yeah. about, what, 60, 70K or something like yeah. that. Probably not, you know, chefs don't earn a huge amount of money. So he's been having to do that for a long time. And then to put him on the front cover talking about he has to manage his own mental health and i noted the commentary from this social media person was clearly you haven't read the article i read the article i read the article too and it's it's a tone deaf article oh it's a terrible article it's like i thought the same thing i was like oh maybe okay i'll read the article maybe we're no it is it puts him in quite a positive light yeah and it it talks about how now he's um doing mindfulness for for his stuff Maybe he should just pay them <laughs> instead of paying for mindfulness <laughs> workshops. From a celebrity meditation yes, guru. Who also does the likes of um, this, the ex-CEO from Swiss and, and others. Richard Branson, he's been in oh, photos with. It is so tone deaf. So, Dima, talk, because you alerted us to it. 
I mean, there are some yeah. brilliant ones there. I'm just trying to like find, um, pick out, I took screenshots of them as well because I also was like, this is definitely going down yeah. in about 30 <laughs> minutes. So I took screenshots of all of it. I guess, so the, the start of it was someone said, this bloke's a thief and you decide to give him a halo. What about the mental health of the staff who were stolen from for years? Unbelievable Unbelievable that you'd run a story that includes him, let alone put him on the front cover. Obviously a cosy relationship with his PR agency who are, des- who are desperate to salvage his image. Okay, my response as a digital communications officer for context and what I assume is a general kind of like 101, like PR marketing 101, right? Your response would be like, hi, at oh hello Henry, thank you so much for your feedback. But you would be saying something like validating, insightful. Yep, absolutely, I hear yeah. you. Insightful. You've you've made a really um, valid point, and we've passed this on to the Good Weekend staff. Right? Considered, but shut you. it down. We're taking action. T- shut it down. Right? Instead, <laughs> Good Weekend Mag at oh hello Henry. Completely incorrect on all fronts. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's not a halo. It's a quote and he's meditating. This story did not originate with GC nor his PR agency and it went to print before this week's news. And yes, we agree the wage theft is terrible and the focus should be on those underpaid, which it has been all week in our host newspapers, the Sydney Morning Herald and the Age. <laughs> I'm putting on the voice. I know yeah, I am. I know. But you that can't was the voice read it in my any head. other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The you voice. can't read it any other way. Yeah. No, and I just imagine because it was going down on a Saturday night, I'm like, and the voice had a little bit of a slur to it. Yeah. Because there are a few wines <laughs> under yeah. that voice's belt, the, I reckon. The er uh, spelt E-R-R. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, it's uh. just... <laughs> As we said, we, we'll post it because it's hard to like do it justice. Yeah, I, I just, it was I'm just it was a bit snappy. It, it had totally snappy. <laughs> I loved it when it uh, he that I I also think it was a he because it was just had a masculine tone. But you clearly haven't read the article. Yeah. He said that multiple times. And I like the use of the word actually. Have you actually read the article? Yeah, like it yeah. wasn't even. It was you know, brilliant. It was great. It was by far the best. Have you seen, though, there's actually, I've just gone on and had a look at the most recent one. So the most recent comment is, thanks for all your comments. We understand what you're saying and agree this cover was a bad call. Oh, yeah, someone's Particularly to those who have been underpaid in in the restaurant industry. Yep. Oh, God. So I don't know. Should this person lose their job? I don't know. What's the question here? Like what? I I don't think they should. I feel feel really – I feel for this person because I feel like I've been in this position where I've done something really dumb on a previous employee's um, Instagram multiple times actually – and they were really gracious about it. And I was just young and I just yeah. didn't realise the wider context. And, you know, I don't I, uh, I, I reckon have a lot of getting the sack as yeah. I speak. Because, or maybe, maybe not the individuals. <laughs> but then where, where's the manager in this yeah. or someone yeah. who's checking these posts? It's incredible. And for such an article yeah. that had blown up to be so tone deaf about the comments, it oh. seems and, incredible. And even to, like when I saw it, so it arrived in my letterbox yesterday and I looked at this magazine and I said to my husband, oh, my God, what's the age doing putting Colin Barris on the front cover this week? That's insane. And, yes, it would have gone to print 100%. Yeah. But they could have pulled it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. They should have just pulled the whole bloody thing. Like. I love the quiz and I still, there's an Instagram account called Good Weekend Quiz that I follow in order to get the Good Weekend Quiz each week. I would have sacrificed it had I known (laughs) that they were what they had 
originally intended. I would have been like, cool, that makes sense. But also, you couldn't, you couldn't it, run that. It wasn't just an article about George Columbaris. It was about chefs' mental health. And they interviewed quite a number of chefs. And they also interviewed Jane Strode, who was the widow of yeah. Chef Jeremy Strode. And yeah. she was actually the lead in to the article. So yeah. change the photo on the front cover and that actually yeah. would have been fine. It would have got buried in the article. Yeah. The fact that yeah. they went yeah. with George Columbaris, they just need to rip oh, off the it, front covers exactly. and put well, in a new photo. Well, it would photo. have been a disaster. I think it would have cost the age a lot of money but that's what you have to do you yeah. can't put these people on the front cover and not expect with a halo with a halo when he's not with playing a, his stuff ellen ellen no it wasn't <laughs> a halo have you read the article as we know from the instagram comments it is text that is in a semicircle over his head and if you've taken that to be a halo well that, that's on you that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the tone. And look, it was a really serious piece. It was about um It was, mental and it's health, a good message. It was a good message. And, you know, you can't help but think, what's the mental health like of people who aren't being paid enough to go and yeah. get their mental health checked? Um, that's a side note. But I guess on a serious note, it is. it does cover suicide and it does cover um, severe mental health. So if you or anyone you know is suffering from any type of issues relating to this, Lifeline is always there. It's on 131114. That's 131114. If you or anyone you know needs a bit of assistance, Lifeline's a great resource. So um, on that note, we will move on. But, yeah, one to watch and we will definitely post some of these um, comments from Insta. They are. Insta gold, <laughs> bit of Insta gold there, fairy dust. Okay, so maybe- there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Moving right along. So we did say it's an Insta episode this week, and sure enough, we are backing it up with another Insta story. Dim, in Australia, we've noticed a few changes over the last few days. This has not been happening mm-hmm. for you in the Netherlands. Talk us through these changes no. and what on earth is going on. So do you guys remember a simpler time when you could just measure how many people liked you as quickly as it takes to reload a page on your phone? I do. That was how I, I do. knew that I was worthy. Last week. <laughs> Last week. And I still do because Instagram has decided that because I live in the Netherlands, I'm trusted to see other people's Instagram likes um, as compared to you guys who Instagram has decided to take away the likes for. So this is something that started in Canada and has now rolled out across Ireland, Italy, Japan, Brazil, New Zealand and down under. Apparently, and I can't say from personal experience, but apparently you can still see your, uh, your own likes, but others can't see it. I've actually thought of something um, that you guys could do. So what you should do is take a screenshot of the likes as you can see them and then post an image of that after you've posted the image. Brilliant. You're welcome. Great. You're welcome. So That's a workaround. (laughs) Instagram. Instagram. I know how – you guys are influencers. I know how much you rely on. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) 
So for from a statement from Insta, they said, we want your friends to focus on the photos and videos you share, not how many likes they get. You can still see your own likes by tapping on the list of people who've liked it, but your friends will not be able to see how many likes your post has received. So can you guys just tell me what's happening over there? Like, let's get some intel from the ground. Do people still look like they're genuinely enjoying their deconstructed breakfast at hipster, hipster cafes um, because they can't, you know, even have a small hope of posting it online to a huge amount of praise um, publicly. And more importantly, how are the influencers doing? Can we get That's some That's my concern. I'm worried about them too. Think of the influencers. Yep. yep. How will they yep. be able to rate themselves? You know now? how you were going to do that circle of trust or whatever it was called to help yes. the influencers? You the might, makeup influencers. Yeah, yes. you might need to help them. I think yeah. it's a business now's up now time. because there are some influencers who are They're really grumpy. not coping right now, I reckon. <laughs> really are they? Grumpy. Really? Tell me what. Well, who would know What's because happening? we don't follow them. You know, We don't know if anyone's liking them or not. I can imagine if you're if you're going to sponsorship and saying, you know, I've got X many people liking my ads, give me this amount of money. Yeah, it would totally undo your whole business design. Um apparently they well, can still get there. Well, it's a metric their... of engagement. Pardon? Like you it's a really obvious metric of engagement. You can see mm. how much it's resonated with someone. But you can still like the... it. I mean, they'll still be able to get those metrics presumably. Just Yes, they can. If you're a business, you can get the analytics. But it's interesting to see what... Oh, you can. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see what effect from a psychological perspective because so much of what people like might be primed by what they're seeing by what others like. Absolutely. I know I do that myself. I'm like, oh, this is kind of well liked. I don't like things as a matter of course, but sometimes that does kind of go, oh, and I don't know why because Mm. it shouldn't. I should just like things because I like them. But that number or... Or sometimes who has liked it yeah. triggers me to go, oh, I should like it. And I don't this even care. This is a really common phenomenon, actually. So because I'm a digital – this episode is really just geared to me and my <laughs> job right now. But because I'm a digital communications officer, I've done a lot of look um, research into what does get engagement, you know, what kind of content does. And that is a huge, huge part of it is social currency. Mm. So you do it because someone you know or respect or a lot of people have also liked it. It's not – and because it makes you look good to like it. So mm. the, it's not because – the content is like so not that important. It is the likes. It's seeing other people like and being like, oh, I should so like it. So, Dima, cool. what's the deal then? What is Instagram just wanting to – kill their platform like is facebook just that evil I, that they, they're gonna eat what themselves what's going on i can't work it out from their point of view i can work it out from the point of view of if you're looking at it really genuinely and you're like wow instagram really cares for the people and they want to protect our mental health um because obviously likes is correlated with you know social reputation and people feel like they're not as important or their mental health might be affected if they don't get as as many likes well instagram is one of the has been voted as one of the, one of the worst apps for mental health that it affects people know, the most this is what i can't understand instagram I don't think, and Facebook especially, does not give a shit about our mental health. No. They don't care about money. So, yeah. so what is so it So why then? are they doing this? It's weird, what isn't is it? The, is it because they had bad PR? It could be. It must be. And what they're doing this, this trial the and then it will go back to normal? Oh, a little bit, bit like that time that they brought out the new pizza shape flavor and the whole – do you remember this, guys? They yeah. brought out the new shapes flavors and everyone was like, oh, it's shapes 2.0. And then everyone was like, it tastes so awful. And then they were like, don't worry, you guys. We've got Shapes Classic. Yeah. And it actually increased their revenue yeah. tremendously. So that's what I'm wondering is to whether they just, well, genuinely seeing it 
if they have a massive drop off, then they won't do it. I mean, you can do it in a small market like Australia mm. where mm. it's a good test case. And if they really do lose people, mm. they probably won't do it. But if they don't, then it's a good PR story mm. and they're not losing anyone. So win-win. Maybe it's just a matter of that. I can only imagine. Do you, what do you guys think? Do you like it? What do you think? I don't really care because I don't really do Honestly. Likes. No, but honestly. Do like, you know, honestly, I, I, I have care. I'm less engaged with Instagram because of it. Really? Yeah. <gasps> Definitely I am. I don't know because I like we're looking at what people like. You like seeing the number. Mm. You engage with mm. the number. I must. Because I, I don't. Really, I don't really notice mm, the number. I must. Mm. I have definitely noticed that my <gasps> Instagram usage has dropped. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. It's an easy thing. I think I'd be the same, Ames. I reckon I'd be the same. Yeah. Mm. Well, I can't attest because I still get them. I'll let you know. Just let me know which ones you're after and I'll let you know <laughs> how many people have liked Got them. Got someone on the inside. Like it. It's an interesting yeah. one. And it's <laughs> I'm a, working for you guys. It's a natural segue into the next topic because I'm so I glad wonder. This one. I know. This is my fave. We have been talking. Everyone's talking about this. So by now, most people would have heard or read about the amazing story about the Byron Bay influencers in this month's Vanity Fair. If you haven't read it, go. It's online. It's by Karina Chicano. Chicano. It is really, really well read. It's a brilliant profile um, about how to write a human interest story, but also a fascinating look into how social media is shaping our lives. And it's almost a direct correlation to Instagram getting rid of the likes. Like it all happened within a couple of weeks. So it's a funny timing. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're not related because Instagram has been trialing getting rid of the likes for a while. But this article features the idyllic world of Byron Bay influencers, um, namely Courtney Adamo, who's been there for a couple of years now. I didn't know about Courtney Adamo until just recently when the Design Files profiled her. That's where I saw her because yeah. when I read the Vanity Fair, I thought, oh, I know this girl. I've Googled her before yeah. and it was the Design Files. So I started following yeah. her after the Design Files. You not followed her? I did because I liked her house. <gasps> she's got a yeah, great got a beautiful fridge. House. Amy and secretly beautiful wants oven. to be an influencer. Look at her Instagram. <laughs> Byron I, Bay influencer. I just oh, no. like interiors. I really like interiors. <laughs> I'm not so keen on the kids, but the interiors I, I really like. Anyway, so... Basically, this story pulled up the hypocrisy of these influences in Byron Bay. It was called the Coast of Utopia. It's all around how there's, you know, to live an idyllic and perfect life, you need to have a lot of money, be white, be privileged, keep your kids off screens, but use their image Mm. to make money and sell things. And that... They're and wear a lot of linen. Lots of linen, beige linen, preferably, and keep it be- and have a very clean house. But you know, but not mention that the fact that you've got a trust fund potentially, uh, allegedly, mm. <laughs> we're not sure. Um, allegedly, there were a few brilliant lines in the piece. Uh, one of them was, um, "The house of Adamo is something like little house on the trust fund prairie," <laughs> which I loved. <laughs> If you don't listen to Shameless as a podcast, you should. It's a great podcast. The girls do an awesome job. But they did an, a fantastic analysis. They did. I listened to theirs. Mm, they talked about how it really taps into the overriding theme of 2019, which is performing, the performative nature of Instagram. Um, and the complete. Com- they called it the complete commodification of being free-spirited. The Guardian calls has said that we're in the age of envy and that – Instagram is just feeding this generation of envy and that we're constantly uh, – Ethan Cross, who's a professor of psychology at the University of Michigan, says that we're being constantly bombarded with Photoshop lives and this is taking a toll on us in the likes of which we've never seen before seen mm. in history. So I 
was really fascinating, this article, um, and you both have oh, read it. I devoured it. The, it is scathing. Yes. It's a, how and did I, they let her in? Uh, how did they not get copyright no, approval? No, but they didn't know. They didn't know. I I actually, okay, I'm interested. This is, uh, this is such a divide because I'm interested to hear your views. I felt really sorry so for did i people. i felt really sorry for them i thought they have trusted this this person to come in they've been like vanity fair i've I read vanity fair that's a nice a nice magazine and i think that they've been a little bit taken advantage yeah i of do too because they of their carefree spirit and trusting nature i think that they were just like oh cool yeah sounds awesome i, like <laughs> I do i think they're the victims here and I read a really, really, really good article by Georgina Dent um, talking about the undercurrent of sexism mm. here. This, she argues, wouldn't have been as scathing, as cruel, as mean if it wasn't directed at women. And women are the primary caregivers. They, you know, often the, the primary caregivers, they're the people who are having children. So, you know, it's using using what women are forced to do, have babies, because that's just what biology does, and allowing them to have another source of, you know, income. And I don't know about that. I think it's also, it's the calling out of the hypocrisy that mm. I came away. I agree. I think that they were a bit naive. across all business. No, but it's the, the fact that they're quoted business. as saying, oh, I don't allow my child to have screens and I don't allow this and that. And then they are promoting their children on Instagram. Yeah, and they're not allowing them to see their own And they're not allowing image. them to see their own image. That, to me, was the biggest bit of hypocrisy that made me kind of go, okay, so this is a bit of crap, really. Yeah. I guess I'm in two minds about this. One mind is, oh, my goodness, I'm so freaking sick of influencers mm. leading performative lives that aren't true. And this has been getting under my skin for a while now that it is not – a reflection of real life and it's causing enormous harm to mm. others. Now, yes, you can unfollow and that's the argument, you know, stop following these people, but that's a very simplistic argument. It doesn't actually take any responsibility for what you're doing. Mm. The other side of the coin is the Gwyneth Paltrow effect, which was when she did her unconscious uncoupling, conscious uncoupling rather, <laughs> she was conscious <laughs> doing it, she had enormous you know, enormous back, backlash. Backlash, that's the word. <laughs> backlash. I was like, backflap? No, backlash. She had enormous backlash about that. And she's come out saying since that she didn't realise that by making a grand statement like that, that others would interpret it that she was making a value judgment against them, yeah. that her choice then made others feel like their choices weren't good enough. And I think that's what this article does, yeah. that their choices by living slow, by only feeding their kids stuff on porcelain, by not letting them have screens, by only wearing linen mm. and living a very mindful, slow life is making others feel like, well, I want to live that life, but it's a very expensive life yeah. to live. And most people would not be able to afford to live but, that life. But don't you think the very fact that they have so many Instagram followers – they are aware that people are looking at this as a, you know, something to aspire to. Yes. And therefore, again, this is the thing I always come back to, when you know you have an audience, I believe you have a responsibility to treat that with respect. Mm. Yeah. What is the difference between this and the magazine industry? What is the difference between this and cosmetics? What is the difference between this and every other 
commoditized product that is designed to have you engage and make money off of it. It's no different. These women have worked it out. Mm. Yeah, maybe because they, f- it feels like they're doing it disingenuously, like genuinely. It's Dis- all disingenuous. Mm. It's n- none of it is genuine. None of these industries. Are no, genuine. no, no. But they're. I they're agree. Proclaiming but like they are. They're proclaiming like they are. Like this is authentic. Yes, of Mag- course they are. That's exactly what all of those industries do. That's how they make money. Yeah. That's cosmetics. They're like, wow, I'm having the best life because I bought this lipstick now. Like it's exactly the same thing. And these women are super clever. They've worked yeah. it out and they're making money from previously when they wouldn't have had that opportunity because they are at home and they there's not there weren't as many options. This has given women more options to, you know, have a meaningful occupation and a meaningful something that they're working on. I think it's a really, really um, it's opened up the avenues and I think it's, it shouldn't be criticised. I think it should be investigated and, and thought about, but that criticism is so vitriolic. I'm, I'm yeah. sick of the criticism constantly. The Kardashians, bleh. I'm sick of it. <laughs> well, we can leave it on the Byron Bay Murphys account, which said they share photos of these women and, you know, them surfing. They're Murphys because they're mum surfers, just in right. case anyone... Hadn't caught that up. And they said, if anyone's feeling triggered by these photos, remember it's your choice and you can unfollow, block, delete, burn your phone and live your life instead. So if you're not enjoying their speed, don't follow. Stop following. Yeah. And probably people will now because you can't see their likes. <laughs> okay. So quick fire recommendations. What have we got? L. Mine this week is a bit of an oldie, so it's not a new recommendation, but I texted my friend who's in musical theatre this week because I said, I've finished all my musical theatre recommendations on Spotify. What do I need? And she said, well, if you... Wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> what? What are you... What are all the other musical theatre <laughs> on Spotify... All- what are you listening dear, to? Dear Evan Hansen is a really good one if you need a goodie. Oh um, Hamilton's always good. I was going back to Wicked. I was like, I'm going back to Wicked. I need to get new recommendations. In the Heights is my recommendation. Oh, is it? Well, yes. Yeah, because yeah, my friend Claire always excellent recommendations. Said, well, if you like Lin Manuel Miranda, who wrote Hamilton, you get into the Heights, and I don't think it's as good as no. Hamilton. But it's got that Hamilton vibe and there's a couple of standout songs. And I was like, oh, this is a good story. And I like musical theatre because I like the storytelling aspect in the song so I can kind of listen and get along and it's not just, you know, random songs. It's got a, a story under, underlying it. So uh-huh. In the Heights, Lin-Manuel Miranda, look it up on Spotify if you're into musical theatre. <laughs> I am so nervous about Lyndon listening to this episode because he always is like, you are so- He's always like, you are such a musical kid, theatre kid, and it's it's now actually so genetic. It's in it's in my blood. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dima, what have you got for us? Stranger things, stranger ah, things, okay. the things that are stranger. I have not been watching this ever since I watched the first episode by myself. Decided that um, it was scary. the creepiest thing I've mm. ever watched and very scary. And I was by myself, and oh, yeah. I just thought, not today. I'm going to no. watch another episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, yeah, and I loved choice. my choice at the time <laughs> yeah. and regret nothing. But what's happened now is that I, you know, when 
I've talked about Lyndon a lot this episode, but you know how when you're in a relationship and you need like a series to watch together? Yes. Like you just need a common ground series. And he was like Stranger Things and I was like, you're crazy. And then all of a sudden it was playing the third season, keeping in mind I have not watched any other episodes and seasons. But it's so good. Oh, really? I've got to get season. back onto it. I got too scared. It is it's scary, so but it's scary. good. Oh, it was scary. But it's yeah. so good. Yeah. There's lots of like plot twists and like monsters and the sound effects are really gross. And oh my gosh, I highly recommend. Don't need to catch up with the other ones. Just oh, okay. watch straight from Okay, so from to it. All right. All right. Amy, what's yours? Um, I really like this is really nerdy and probably worse than musical theatre. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ouch. Um, Don't listen, Claire. It's another ABC show, which I've now done a couple of ABC shows and that's pretty much all I watch. Um, Escape from the City. It's on Thursday night. That is nerdier than musical theatre. <laughs> well, it's so funny because it's about – it always follows a couple who want to escape from oh, the city it. and they go to the country or those – but. They never buy the house. No, because in <laughs> the British alert. one, they always buy the house yeah. and I got all excited. Yeah. Australian one, they never buy and the they, house. They always end up going, we've decided not to move anymore <laughs> because we think we should just stay put or we're moving to the Southern Highlands. Yeah, or they say, you've given us some good options. Yeah. We'll think about it. Yeah, I love it. But we watch it every week yeah, even good. though no one ever buys the house. <laughs> no one escapes from the city ever but i do love it and it's always got a great little yarn and it's quite entertaining and it's you know you can switch your brain off so thursday nights on abc escape not escape from the city (laughs) (laughs) remain in the city Okay, so we promised some news at the start of the episode and we will give you some news we are calling it quits for a little while Life has got in the way, I think it's fair to say. Could you Across tell? the whole millennial generation, yes. <laughs> from young to old and Ev- in the middle. Evidenced by the fact that we literally could find half an hour or across an entire week where we could even record this final episode. It was impossible to find time. The reasons being, and all legitimate reasons, but the reasons being time difference. I feel like I'm going to get... I just automatically feel like this is somehow going to look badly on me. You're going to be very no. All legitimate, right down to the 28-year-old. The 28-year-old couldn't do earlier because she would be hungover. Fine. Legitimate (laughs) excuse for your time of life. The 34-year-old has got two kids, also probably hungover. And yes, because I had my birthday dinner. And life. And I have got a baby who now no longer wants to go down without the assistance of me in the evening. So anyway, for lots of lots of reasons, yes. we've got a move, another move happening. Moving to the coast. Ellen is literally escaping from the city. I am. I made oh, it she out. She did it. Yes. She didn't have to join the TV show to escape from the city. So Elle's moving. Dim's already moved. I'm staying put. <laughs> Nothing is going on for me. But for so many reasons. It's getting tricky. It is getting really hard. And we thought we've been doing it remote for a while. And um, holding it together with... Claire and band-aids and sticky tape and mm. a wish and a prayer. From Excellent editor. <laughs> but once we then had to factor in three of us in three different locations, it became, it's not yes. going to work for the time being. Yes. But we will let you know the minute that we can get it back together. We will come we back. We will come back. We will mm. let you know on Instagram. We might still post if we find something interesting every now yeah. and then. 
But yes, we've loved it and it's been really enjoyable and we've loved the people that we've engaged with and seeing, you know, the articles that people really get into every week. Yeah, thank you so much. We've, we really have. It's been a fantastic experience. We've um, really enjoyed the conversations, the different interviews. If you've liked what you've heard, you can go back and listen to the back catalogue. There's lots to listen to. We've got loads of episodes. I think we're almost up to 30 episodes at the moment, so there's heaps to listen to. You can hear the transition as dim moves across the world as ellen has her second kid as i have my first there's lots to go through we really really thank you for the support we'll, we will come back at some point hopefully not too long and we'll we'll let you know when we do huge 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 thank you to claire tonti for giving this a go for putting female voices on air having um, the idea in the first place it was her idea with the idea yep we We really do appreciate the opportunity. You've been an amazing producer and keep going and doing and listen to Claire's other podcasts. She's got many. She's got Suggestible now with her husband, James, and she's also got Just Make the Thing. So they're both going to be found on Apple Podcasts. Planet Broadcasting. You can support their podcast. They do a great job. They're an independent. They're just two people who have had a good idea and now making great stuff. So go and support them. Um, Collings, Wow. What You're we amazing. Yeah. What you, you cobbled together. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. A master yes. is what we call Collings. He Now, to give you some context, each week we record across two time zones. So we record in Melbourne and we record in Amsterdam. We both record our own audio. It then goes up into, I don't know, the cloud. <laughs> the cloud. The, no. And Collings is in the UK. He grabs it overnight in Australia time and takes all these different files, cobbles it together, which is no mean feat given that half the time we've got a baby crying or we've got a Amsterdam bike scenario in the oh, background. Skype drops out and we have to restart everything again as happened today. Yeah, so many things. And he manages to turn it into something that is actually able to be listened to. So he is magnificent. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Collings. We've really loved working with you, even though we've never met you. <laughs> It's <laughs> a key part of the millennial divide. So that's it. Yeah. We'll let you know when we're coming back. Yeah. When we can you, get it together. You. But thank you, everyone. All right. And we will. Thank you. Thanks. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.